Andy, what, what have you got for, for us this uh, morning? Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, for having me. I'm so joining me. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, listen, uh, for me, I haven't been in uh, the work world for too long. But, you know, I have friends, of course, who are in this work world. Parents, you know, aunts and uncles who've been in the work world. And the one thing that they speak of is just the unique experience of being a person of color in the workplace. And, you know, of course, the thing is, I work late night, so I don't actually have the office experience. So I wouldn't say that I have the full experience, but I do see and I do experience some of the microaggressions that, you know, that they definitely deal with on the daily basis as well. So that's something that I definitely want to get into, you know, just for people to share what is the experience of being a person of color in the workplace as well, because it's really something that we should uh, definitely have a conversation about and also bring into the fore, because it's uh, it's definitely something that's highly problematic, simply because, you know, being a person of color is probably the one thing that, you know, uh, the First of all, in terms of ratio, there are a lot more people of color in Africa. So therefore, then being African is somewhat seen as being other, you know, within the workplace. So that's definitely something to definitely delve into this morning. So, yeah. Right, numbers to dial 021-446-0567, SMS is to 31567, WhatsApp's to 0725671567. I'm assuming that packed into that question is is the fact that it's not a workplace where everyone is of color of course of course i mean all but most why is it of course but the thing, the thing is, I mean, we're in a transformative space, you know, where, mm. you know, office office places cannot be uh, homogenous in the sense that, you know, there's only, you know, mm. white people in in an office. There Inevitably, there has to be. There's been initiatives like BEE, you know, mm. there is affirmative action where you need to now employ people, you know, of, of, of color. But the thing is, you know, there's also the sense of if you're qualified, then... That's it. And I mean, there's a a lot more people who are educated, who are people of color as well. So therefore, then we are more able to actually go into the workplace as well. So that's definitely something to put into the fore. Yeah. Let's go um, to the lines. Lunati's checking in from Stellenbosch. Hello. Lunati, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I am good. So what do you think on on, on the experience? Are you in the workplace right now? Well, I'm currently unemployed, but <laughs> you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm always surrounded by white people for some reason. Mm. I mean, um, uh, I'm a musician studying music, mm. and uh, I've always been around people, white people, and there's nothing as awkward and uh, like those socials after after a rehearsal mm. uh, when you uh, inquire as, as a black person and you end up going to maybe a, a pub and, 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 and then those black jokes actually emerge. Oh, you know, no. that's when it gets a bit, yeah, that's when it actually gets a bit awkward. And not necessarily those, um, you know, typical racist jokes, but even the, the, the typical, um, uh, Trevor Noah, uh, a black mm, politician accent mm. that just goes on and yeah. on and on and on. That makes you wonder if is this uh, a message that black people are stupid, or uh, am I am I supposed to speak English in a certain yeah. way, or am I supposed to? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that makes me feel a bit awkward, and mm. you know, yeah. I think from, from my what, experience. Yeah, I mean, from what you're saying, I think, Lunati, it's, it's just a sense of, you know, you, number one, you're thinking, 
can you actually say this? Number one. Exactly. And also, yeah. what does it mean when you say it? Are you endorsing it? Or what is the connotation that you are saying about me and my identity as well? Exactly. Yeah. And and you, you, you keep wondering, am I black enough or am I behaving uh, or am, am I white enough? Do I fit in and, and, and you know... So, yeah. Absolutely. That's no, my experience, at least. I completely agree with you because th- there's a point of, of assimilation. I think most people definitely uh, say that, you know, when you come into the workplace, assimilation is, yeah. the, oh, is, is the number one key to uh, someone being sane and also to actually, you know, thrive in the workplace, to assimilate to, to the culture, you know, which unfortunately is, is, is white, you know, if you will, uh, in the workplace Precise, as well. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. It's, it's somewhat sad because, you know, it, 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 it inevitably means or uh, connotates that, you know, you being black or a person of color that is seen as being backwards or, you know, it is it is barbaric, if you will, or it is other, you know, if, if you would yeah. put it into a cloud, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not seen as appropriate rather for the workplace. Let's see what Zaliswa has to say in Stellenbosch. Hi, Andy. Hi, Zaliswa. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. So what has been your experience of being a person of color in uh, the workplace? Um, <laughs> I uh, somewhat uh, agree with uh, Lunati there as well. Um, my experience has also been, you know, what you guys were, were talking about just, just now, you know, always having to, you know, conform to, to, to the white culture yeah. that, that you find that's predominant within, within the workspaces work that mm. we find ourselves in most of the time. Mm. And, you know, Funnily enough, right now I'm in a, a, a company. I work for a company that's that's black-owned. Yeah. So the experiences there, I'm always in my mind have to always compare it to some of the the workspaces I've been. That's you know predominantly white. Mm. So I'm mm. always having to compare. You know, and it, and I always find uh, most of the time I'm I'm always saying. Um, you know, white people don't do things this way, you know, uh, sort of like in a negative, you know, uh, uh, always frame of mind. Yeah. You know, or, you know, automatically you find yourself trying, you know, with your red pen, trying to say, ah, oh, you know, it's always better when, you know, a white person tells you this or, you know. So you, you kind of, you know, you're always caught, you know, you know, fighting with yourself, you know, doubting yourself, mm. you know, you know, finding yourself being intimidated a bit somewhat. Absolutely. No, I completely hear that. And um, actually, I was reading an article earlier on, uh, and, it's, and it's titled The Ten Realities and Racial Microaggressions People of Color Experience in the Workplace. And there was a point that really resonated with me, and you'll tell me if, if, if it, it resonates with you. And it says, you feel unappreciated, undercompensated, and overworked, and you are afraid to ask for compensation, a promotion, praise, or affirmation. And you've been socialized to be satisfied that you have a job. You feel guilty for not feeling great grateful for that job. What do you think on that? Uh, I'm laughing because yes, 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 Mm. yes. That is exactly how 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 I feel. I found myself thinking that exactly, you know. Mm. Uh, And and you wonder is it how we've been socialized? Yeah. You know, uh, because you come from a, a family that, you know, where your mom and dad 
you know, wake up every day and they go work for a white boss. Mm. You know, and they, they, they come back and sort of like, you know, sub- subliminally send those messages out that, yeah. you know, the white man is, is the one that calls the shots. Mm, mm. So you go into the white pla- into the, the workplace mm. with those kind of, you know, preconceived ideas of, yeah. you know, that you are less than, yeah. you know, and you, you must know your place, mm. you must conform. Mm. Yeah, and I think a lot of that also has to do with our history as a country as well. Now, history as of especially our people of color as well. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, and it also goes back to the place of of that. You know, you, you somewhat feel that you are replaceable. You know, that's why you have to always overcompensate mm. and work yeah. that yeah. extra mile. You know, and make sure that you work early. You know, you you leave at five o'clock exactly, <laughs> or if not, you know, do that overtime. And uh, um. yeah, what do you what do you have to say on that, Lunati? Well, I, I think that's true. I mean, you know, the, the white person is, has always been the boss and, and you feel that you have to to, to, to conform and make the boss happy. Mm. And, and, and whatever your feelings are or whatever you have to do when I as a black person, you have to put it aside and actually do as do everything possible to actually make the boss yeah. happy. Yeah, so, yeah. And it, it really stems from, from, from our history as a country. Mm. Uh, how we, we, you know, we've been sort of um, pressed down yeah. to, to, to think in this way and mm. to, to be in this box mm. where everything um, revolves around um, the white um, you know, uh, laws and, yeah. and, 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 and uh, rules. And, yeah. Absolutely, mm. and there was somebody who, who who described this to me that it feels like an end, endless trial or probation period. You know, where you constantly have mm. to prove prove yourself. And for me, yeah. to, to some degree, yes, uh, maybe eighty percent. Of course, you have to prove yourself to to this space, to this workplace that you are worthy of it. But then also to some degree, which also shows the the, the effects that our history has on us as people. As to to what degree is it that you have to prove it to yourself that you not you are worthy of being here. And that your hard work uh, is is number one. It's earned, and you have you you have every right to be here. Uh, Sinatember joins us from Port Elizabeth. Uh, hi guys, how are you? Hi Sinatember, good thanks on yourself. I'm good, thank you. Um, I think just to touch base on the question that was just raised right now, yeah. um, in in terms of, I feel like uh, a lot of times the perception is that. You just want to quickly go up the ladder in mm. the corporate sector or whatever company that you've joined. Mm. Uh, when you mention things like um, the topic we're talking about right now, yeah. but I think it's also essential to realize that there are people who are sufficiently qualified for Absolutely. jobs, yeah, who've gone to school and who want to be given the chances to yeah. actually prove that, listen, I can actually do this job. Yeah. I can actually excel and be great at it mm. and actually earn your respect. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it's, 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 it's been a bit, and it can be a bit difficult um, to go up the ranks in companies, mm. um, especially also when you're young and black. It's, it's a bit hard to prove yourself yeah. um, without actually getting the chances. So I think it's important for people to be given the chance to prove themselves mm. 
knowing that they qualified. We're not just saying that, just put any Tom and Harry um, into a position, just give a person who's deserving of a chance mm. um, an opportunity to actually prove themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. I completely and, agree with you. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Okay. And I've also found, uh, without mentioning companies' names and things, Please don't. Um, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I found that um, there's very, like, very little black representation mm. in middle management and the executive. Yeah. Um, and you'll find that um, in some companies, even they they use things like internships and learnerships mm. to boost their BEE score where yeah. you'll find that that's where it's that's where the saturation of the disabled female people of color pe- uh, uh, are being put into mm. and when you're looking at the entire structure as it goes up the color um the females mm. Disabled people start vanishing from yeah. the ranks yeah. as you go up, meaning mm. that there's, there's there's something wrong going on there. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like people should just be given a chance to prove themselves and uh, work their way their way up, deservedly, of course. Absolutely. So you're saying that that the level the living level field rather uh, should be a lot more fair and plain, if you will. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. And something that you touched on is that, you know, just the, the notion of someone being hired uh, just to fill up the quota. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's quite a tough one as well because it has a lot of impact on you as a person and your self-confidence and how you, you approach uh, your work and your, and, your, and your job as well. Because number one, now he, here you are overcompensating and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm not here for quota. I'm not here, you know, to fill the numbers and to tick the box that, you know, they, they have got enough people of color in the company. I'm here because number one, I'm qualified and I work mm-hmm. really, really hard as well. So it definitely has a huge impact on you yourself because you, you end up being exhausted and running yourself thin because you're trying to prove everybody wrong, you know, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, it, companies should genuinely want to have you there. Mm. And I, 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 don't, I don't want to romanticize it and say it, it should come from within, like it should be something that people really feel the need mm. to do. But I feel like when it's just when you're just there to save face yeah. and to be window dressing. Yeah. You're not really gonna get the full experience of the opportunity of mm. being in a great company Absolutely. that does great work. Yeah. Um and I really hope people don't feel like people are asking to get handouts mm. or be pushed up and others be pushed back. I mm. feel like if you deserve the job yeah. and uh, you can do it, then it, it, it's really important that these kind of opportunities be given to people. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for that, Sinitamba. Um, I actually had a friend of mine um, tell me the story, and for me, I was shocked to my core because I was like, how can people say this? So he was saying to me, he was having a conversation with this person who happened to be a, a white woman, and this white woman mm-hmm. said to her, you know what, I wish I was black. And this is her colleague. She's like, I wish I was black. And then he asked her, um, why? Why do you say that? It's like, well, you know, you really, you know, you know that you only got the job because you're black, right? And I'm yeah, like, wait, yeah. in, in 2017, that actually happened. He's like, yeah, 
did that actually happen? Yeah. And I'm like, why do you constantly have to prove yourself that you know what? I I'm black, yes, but I'm also qualified. You know, and yeah. and maybe in this particular position, I'm more qualified than you, which is why you did not get the this particular post. You know that mm-hmm. I also you know um. Uh, went for and got you know and it's just it's it's a constant struggle where you're just like okay you know what uh, you want to take your your race out of it but it's a huge factor um and a lot of people sometimes have um a sense of denial that it's a huge player you know in 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 this in this whole dynamic but it it really has a huge impact in terms of your experience and also how people uh, say things to you which is why i think this article that I've, i was reading and they they name it very uh, correct to say that there are microaggressions that you just face on the daily because you're just like, okay, all right, this is my battle that I take on every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, just to put in a bit more into that, yeah. um, it should be explained to people that nece- don't necessarily understand the whole mm. concept of triple B E E. And those kind of initiatives and companies. Absolutely. Um, people should understand that there's a, a redress that needs to happen. Yeah. There's um, large disparities that need to be mended. And Absolutely. this is years and years of people getting better opportunities, mm. so-and-so being chosen over you mm. because they are of a certain race and you are not. Mm. And people need to understand that there also needs that needs to be in a way repaired yeah and there needs to be an acknowledgement of the fact that there was actually privilege and it has become people talk about generational wealth Mm. but there's also other things that that have become inherited yeah um privileges yeah that have been that have come from our history. Absolutely. And that have given people 10 steps ahead mm. of someone else's. Absolutely. And I feel like it's important for that to be understood. Mm. Lunata, I hear you agreeing a lot. What do you have to say on that? No, I, I, I really agree about that. And, and, and it's so sad because we find that in most cases, um, some of our white friends actually forget about that and mm. they complain a lot about affirmative action and yeah. they don't really understand the extent in which um, affirmative action is actually put into place. Because indeed, people have really accumulated a lot of wealth mm. um, in the past mm. uh, based on that because they're given this privilege based on the color of their skin to mm. actually work in certain uh, companies, work for certain companies, work in certain spheres and only based on the color of the skin. Yeah. And I don't I I really don't see any problem in actually uh putting that into action also in the times we live in and um and apply it for, 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 for black people as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And of course taking into consideration one's qualification and one's ability to do the job. Mm. But um yeah, if, if if the person is actually from a marginalized race, that person should be given it uh, an opportunity yeah. to prove himself as well mm. in that state. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Zoli, so are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Awesome, man. So what do you have to say on this as well? Um, yes, of course, uh, they've said a lot and, and I agree with, with a lot uh, that, they've, that they've mentioned, mm. you know, especially when, you know, you're going to talk about... Um, 
generational inheritance, you know, uh, you know, with as far as, as white people are concerned, mm. uh, you know, there's, you know, a lot of things that, you know, perceptions that are created that, you know, because you, you, you are black and, you know, and that, that's, that's the stance you you use to get certain positions yeah and 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 it's not true mm, mm. you know you 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 do go to school you 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 apply you put in the work yeah. you you know you go to interviews you mm. get selected and still the battle you know is only starting when you when you enter into the fray mm. you know and you that's all we're asking for is mm. to be just be given equal opportunity to yeah. prove yourself that you can do the job. Absolutely. And it's not about the color of your skin. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people actually forget that, you know, we are a very young democracy, you know. Of course, there's, there's going to be things that we cannot do right. And, and it's going to take a long time for us to actually get to a place where workplaces are fully transformed. So therefore, then we need practical measures like BBE, uh, as well as affirmative action to really put in place and ensure that, um, you know, there's equality on all platforms as well. Uh, my name is Andy Makondwa and we're doing a bit of a roundtable and discussing, you know, the lived experiences of people, uh, people of color rather in, in the workplace as well. And uh, we've got three people on the line, Lunatis, Netemba and Zoliso as well. And we invite you as well. Please call in 021 rather, uh, 446-0567. It's 021-446-0567. Also on Twitter as well, so you can t- tweet us at Cape Talk and join in the conversation. Uh, Lunati, you still there? Lunati, yes, no? Yeah, oh, yeah. there we go. Awesome. Great to have you back. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, there. <laughs> awesome, man. So just on this topic as well, you know, for me, I always like to describe it as the experience of being or walking into a shop as a person of color. You know for a fact that you need to act right because, you will, <laughs> number one, you're going to be followed throughout this whole shop. And you know that, listen, you can't complain about it because... What if, what if, you know, somebody does walk in, the next person walks in and they do steal and, and you, you constantly have to watch yourself and your actions. Like I was actually in the shop literally a few days ago and, um, I was waiting for my sister. And the thing is I'd left my phone at home. So first of all, I'm looking around everywhere. I'm looking dodgy. Let's, let's just say that I look very dodgy. I'm looking around. And then there was this person in the, somebody worked at the shop also in the other aisle watching me like a hawk. And I was like, okay. I, I see how this looks. Okay, let me walk out the shop and wait for my sister outside because I'm not sure where she is right now. And it's just that constant uh, thing in your head where you think, okay, you know what? Uh, I need to be very cognizant of the fact that I am a black woman, okay? And unfortunately, in this country, there's a certain uh, perception or unconscious biases that people have, you know, of, of black people, or people of color, especially if you walk walk into certain spaces that are predominantly white, whether it's in, in a corporate workplace or in the shop as well, and just being constantly aware it's like something that rings in your head that you're not okay okay I'm black and you you just reminded of that um, every single day in, in, in certain spaces particularly uh, in the workplace as well which is why we we really I think it was so important that we have this conversation as well uh, Lunati you there Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you calling me ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so uh, somebody said that, you know, especially in the workplace, you, you somewhat are, are seen as the voice of, of people of color, where you now need to speak for everyone. And uh, it's somewhat also <laughs> burdensome, you know, where you now need to say, okay, not all black people are like this. I, for one, am not like this as well. 
yeah. yes uh, it, it, that, that that has always been about my experience actually yeah. having to explain um about Fiesnos 4, I, uh, uh, apparently because I'm black, I, I need to know yeah. everything about the Fiesnos 4 movement. Mm. I need to know about Open Stellenbosch. I need to know about um, the protest and all of that stuff. Mm. And, you know, it kind of makes you feel a bit awkward sometimes because you don't have all the information. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's like it's expected of you to know all of these things because yeah. you're black. How, how can you not know about these mm. things? And, mm. you know, yeah... It's, it's quite disturbing sometimes. It's quite, and, uh, and also about, about going into, you know, shops and stuff. And it, 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 that that one is also disturbing because mm-hmm. to a point that um, I, 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 I'm sometimes even scared to, to, to taste the samples. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. You <laughs> never know. It's so true, though. It is so true. You need to yeah. verify from three people in the store. Are exactly. these samples... Are these samples? Am I allowed? Can mm, I taste? Mm. You don't just, you know, rock up and just pick up uh, <laughs> a piece of cheese and stir it your because someone might be watching you. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Sure. And so also, it's it's sad that in, in this day and age, you know, we as black people, we are still a bit up. You know, we we're not free to yeah. actually. Uh, yeah absolutely absolutely and also just on the, on the on the shop analogy as well you know i was walking in the shop and i saw you know a, a, a white a white man who had opened his cool drink in the shop and he was drinking it and i was like okay cool awesome and then i thought i can't actually do that now now that i think of it i really can't do that i can't open the 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 the, the, the cool drink in the shop or eat a packet of chips if i'm really hungry uh, because number one i know for a fact there'll be somebody from security come and and ask me um have you paid for this meanwhile i'm going yeah. to pay for it as well so uh, it's definitely it's definitely very a very worrying thing that you know you have to always constantly be aware that you know that your blackness definitely is is a hindrance in in certain spaces yeah. as well yeah uh Temba, are you there still? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Awesome, um, man. But yeah, um, in the, it's sad, but yeah, profiling, racial profiling. Absolutely, yeah. Still like a huge thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of the shops that you go into, mm. um, at work, at any space really that mm. you enter into, um, you will be racially profiled. Yeah. It doesn't just... Um, uh, apply to black people, it applies to other people of color, to mm. colored people, mm. to Absolutely. all kinds of spectrums of the rainbow of color. Yeah, yeah. Of the people we are, you are judged by the perceptions or opinions that we've heard that this is what black people do, this is what white people do. Mm. Mm. And to a certain degree, we overcompensate a lot yeah. for it. Absolutely. Well, it's something I've also noticed that I do myself. Mm, um, mm. I smile a lot. I'm yeah. overly nice. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make the person comfortable around me. Yeah. For some weird reason, I, f- I have this feeling that my blackness is offensive yeah. in some way. Mm. So there's this overcompensation of trying to constantly try and make people comfortable around mm. you. Uh, mm. To know that, listen... Um, we went to the same university, we mm-hmm. got the same degree. I'm not just going to jump you and take yourself up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So um, you, you go through things like that, but the hope is that 
it's going to get to a point where people don't have to experience such things. Mm, mm. Um, sometimes I feel like it's a romantic idea yeah. because the, the physicality of being different, mm. which is um, the way we look, the yeah. way we speak, yeah. our cultural differences. Absolutely. And sometimes saying we should become this um, conglomerate, this mm. one combined um, race or people mm. um, sometimes sounds very romantic mm. um, but there needs to be I don't I don't like the word tolerance yeah it makes me feel like I'm doing you a favor when mm. I say I want mm. you to be tolerant mm. of who I am but there needs to be an acceptance absolutely of, of each other and we need to stop profiling yeah. each other yeah um, with that because sometimes you'll find that um why people don't actually require you to be yeah. overcompensating mm. and being overly nice. Yeah. But your own um, fears that, okay, this is what they probably think about being black people, so mm. I automatically act in that way. Mm. So we also need to get to a point where we actually realize ourselves as black yeah. people that you actually don't need to do that. Absolutely. Um, you actually don't need to feel the need to do that mm. um, so mm. it's gonna it's gonna have to come from within from a sense of pride in who you are and knowing that you are just as much of a person as the next and Absolutely. you don't have to overcompensate or act in any way but just be yourself mm. and that is okay absolutely i, I so think we need to get there. Yeah, absolutely. I think what what you're mentioning is very important. That it's a dual approach. That it's not only that the the workplace needs to transform, you know, uh, or people at work while yeah, they need to transform. Mindset, absolutely, yeah. mindset is a huge, huge thing as well. And I think it's one thing that can somewhat hold us back in the sense that you know you feel like you're running behind constantly. But if you think of yourself, you know, as as number one, equal to each and every one at your workplace, you you do yourself a favor. And I think you mm-hmm. you somewhat lead the way. To to, for people as well to 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 view you in that line as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, uh, what I've observed or noticed with um, a lot of our fellow white South Africans mm. and other people who um, have an issue with things like BEE and affirmative action, yeah. is they don't. Some some don't necessarily have a problem with it. They just there's the question of but how long will this happen mm. you know um there's i i think they they probably also have a genuine fear of okay will i forever be have to come second say people our generation mm. will i we went to the same high school we've been in a way the opinions that we've been afforded the same opportunity mm. so when we get to work will you always be put one step ahead of you Mm. even though I'm also as good as you. I Mm. think that's also the fear of maybe the white child. Mm. But also going back to the trying to make uh, other white people, our generation, and even older, understand that there's generations and generations of privileges and opportunities that have led to where you are. Yeah. And... There's also a ripple effect in my life. Mm, um, mm. If my family has not been able to get the proper job, get the proper work, mm. and afford me the same opportunities, yeah. it, it ripples into generation after generation after Absolutely. generation. There Absolutely. is an effect. Yeah. So th- 
I think there needs to be an understanding from both parties mm. as to this is what's going on and try to find a better way of relating to one another. Mm, mm, definitely. Uh, Zolisa, I actually want to bring up a certain point that I think for me has been always quite interesting. The issue of mm. um, I'm taking days off for specific ceremonies that are authentically... <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. You know, because people don't understand that, okay, listen, if my brother just oh, came God. from Waluga, you need to be there because, number one, I am I am his sister and this is uh-huh. I'm an important part to play and also to to mentor him into this new stage of his life at a wedding uh-huh. if somebody in your in yeah. your family gets married you need to be there therefore then you need to take days uh-huh. off work but people don't understand like it's it's just a wedding why you got to take off work <laughs> yes and it's like you know as a black person you have to always you know it, it seem it, it comes off like an elaborate mm. story or line <laughs> that you're spinning you know like why can't it be i have to just be like hey i need to go to a wedding and my yeah. boss is like oh yeah sure sure you mm, know mm. you know same with my with my white fellow colleague you know would just be like oh, i need to pick up the kids quickly and yeah. it's like yes go ahead you know type mm. of thing but you know, when when it comes to you as a black person having to, you know, have you know have all these elaborate family functions, mm. you know, it's all it always sounds like this elaborate story that you're trying to wove and. You know, you're just trying to get out of work somehow. Uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there's so many things that I can actually list as 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 things that you know, yes. you as your family. Number one, they don't understand that. Listen, uh, I got I got to work, and and <laughs> that money that I send through every month, it's it's hey. from this, <laughs> and I need to be here. But also, you know that you know, and your family knows that you also need to be a part of these these very important oh. um, um, moments. And 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 uh, there's a word I'm looking for, but I can't find right now but it's fun that you need to 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 be there for and and it's hard to somewhat get into get a find a middle you know and yeah and yeah. feel like that you are fully represented and at your work you don't have it that you know having to yeah. attend these things isn't an excuse yeah. it's a responsibility yeah. that you you have put on yourself and yeah, exactly. and it's, it's something that you take pride in being a part of yeah yes and and you know you don't have to feel guilty about mm, that. Mm, it's you the know, guilt, for leave, for, definitely. You know, it's the guilt that stays with you. Uh, you know, thinking about you know what kind of perception am I creating? Absolutely. You know, it probably is just thinking, ah, oh, they, you know, typical black. There mm, you You mm. know, million excuses. You know, to get out of a work situation. Absolutely. So uh, it's, it's really unfortunate. <laughs> it really, really is. Oh. Lunati, what do you have to say? I heard you laughing there. Lunati, are you there? Yes, no, Lunati? Can I jump in somewhere? No, yes, go ahead, Snitama, please. Okay. Um, uh, what you guys are talking about, uh, the but I've noticed it's with family responsibility. Yeah. Um, it is such a problem with mm. um, companies because um, you get probably like three days family responsibility leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And now here you are, sorry, trying to go to your great, great, great grandmother's funeral. Mm. And it's like, where, where do you want to go? <laughs> and you, and it, it, it's, it's important because you're like, actually, my mother's uncle, uncle, 
has passed away and yeah. I need to be there. Exactly. And there's things like that. Um, so it's, it's very hard to understand, of course, because we come from different backgrounds and mm. cultural uh, situations. So people are always dumbfounded when you're like, okay, I need to go to an extended relatives, you know, and it's important <laughs> that I be there. Absolutely. So your manager has to, in a way, um, use their own discretion as to do I give you this family responsibility mm. also with sick leave um, um, you'll find that an employee will go to a traditional healer oh yes and yes. so they'll come back and they were like okay why haven't you been at work for, for three days mm. the person says I have a traditional illness and they live at a bed <laughs> yeah exactly so so now HR has to find out <laughs> what do you mean traditional <laughs> Ill- illness? What's going on with you? And you're trying to get this person to explain, and they like, listen, I have a traditional illness, mm. and that's where I'm gonna leave it, and I can't be at work for the next three months. And somehow the person expect expects. September, you still there? Oh no, Lunati, are you still there? Lunati. No? I think the one thing I think that Senior Temple was trying to express that, uh, number one, it starts with the fact that you now, I think it's just as me as being a closer woman, it's hard to express yourself in English, especially for things that are particularly closer. And there's only one way to explain it, and that is in closer. Now you have to go and type an email out in a different language, being English, and try to explain a very African and, and, and closer traditional custom, um, that a ritual, if you will, uh, that, that don't, it doesn't make sense in English. And you're just like, okay, you know, it does, I know it doesn't make sense, but I'm trying to prove to you that this actually is a real thing, number one. And, and it's one of those things where you just can't win either way. So we're going to try and get to Snare Temba as well as, is Zorisa still there? Zaliso as well. So we're going to try and get the, them back on the line. But it definitely is a very, very niche experience. I think that people of color really do experience. And you are welcome to be a part of the conversation in the past, in the in the last 12 minutes of it. Uh, the, on WhatsApp, you can find us 072-567-1567. You can also call us as well, 021-446-0567. And of course, Twitter, Twitter as well, at Cape Talk as well. Lindsay, what do you have to say on this? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm curious about the the fact that the phone box is frozen. I, I, oh, maybe no. maybe it's you know it's a good thing though. The colonialists having a hand in it. <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> the spooks, the spooks. Maybe you just yeah. never never know. You know what I think is so important about this conversation is that, and and why I'm staying out of it. Yeah, is because it is so important to hear how people feel yeah. in a way. When as if people were just eavesdropping, yeah. Because sometimes it's there's such a pressure to say something mm. uh, or um, or take a front. This yeah. this is just what it is. Absolutely. These are feelings. Yeah. And and the thing for me is that these are conversations mm. that that we we need to have. Yeah. And 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 more importantly need to hear. Absolutely. And also I think that not not just to to have it here but yes. to validate the experience. Yes. Because a lot of people as soon as they hear that you know that uh, mm. this is how you 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 operate and this is what you think this is what you mm. you 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 experience every single day they they automatically go into opposition and feel yes. like yes. they're being attacked when it's not mm. really about you. you it's it is, about it's about experience. what it is. Yeah. And and I think um that people often also need to understand that even if that is not their intention, mm. that is how people feel. Yeah. And it's 
it's hard yeah. when it's not your intention. Absolutely. Sometimes it's so is your intention. <laughs> That's when uh, you're yeah, just like, yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Snetemba, I hear you back. Yes, got cut off there. Awesome. All right, please go ahead with your, your thought that you were that you were um, still going through. Yeah, that, that could have been a traditional reason that was just <laughs> happening. We were saying it was probably uh, the co- colonialists. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, people, I think also that, though, to mention that mm. with things like that, people, if a person goes to a traditional healer, yeah. They should they should make sure that they go to a person that gives out the certificates because now mm. they registered. Remember, mm. so traditional healers and people like that have become registered and have become legalized yes. for reasons like that. So yeah. that now, when you go to your employer and you say, "I went to a traditional healer," mm. you have something that says you actually went there. Yeah, and there's companies now in their policies that actually include that you may go usually it says to a medical practitioner mm. um or a doctor or hospitals and so and so now it also in some companies includes um a traditional healer who mm. is registered with the medical board or traditional healers or whatever the, yeah. the structure is so yeah it's important that our people also understand that mm. they should follow those procedures yeah. to avoid having issues at work because i also want to say that as much as we may want to be understood it's important for us to also try to understand yeah others. absolutely meet meet let's yeah. meet halfway yeah and i was also yeah. saying yeah. saying that early on that you know sometimes it's just a matter of being stuck in translation because you know you think these things in in, in Kosa or whichever language and you're trying to say it in english exactly it just, it just doesn't I come out the same and it sounds dodgy you're just like Ish. i mean if i said it in Kosa, maybe let me just write it in Kosa so somebody can say it to you and maybe explain it in a different way yeah. <laughs> i don't know what the solution is uh lunati i hear you back yeah i'm, I'm back <laughs> welcome I, I think, oh, uh, yeah thanks <laughs> now go I, ahead I, I, I think another problem is um you know when 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 you know in, in workplaces when they don't understand these things it's also it also confirms what um, what one of my favorite authors actually says, mm. when she states that when colonialism actually came to, 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 to Africa, it taught us Africans that our religion is merely a culture and um, mm. the true religion is Christianity, for mm. instance, especially mm. in the case of uh, 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 um missionaries and yeah. so on and so forth mm. and so when 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 um your boss your white boss or white people don't actually understand these things when you try to explain them to when when you try to explain them it actually confirms that mm. that uh they don't take your religion because i believe that going to traditional healers is actually part of our religion as yeah. african people yeah. part of our african religion our true religion mm. and so they don't really you know and to actually understand our religion mm. and yet mm. it, 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 it's more or less it, it's more of a case where we as black people have to assimilate basically to 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 their religion to their ways of doing things and, and, and Absolutely. Now, I completely agree because I think what what I think what we're all coming to is just where we find that being a, a, a black or, or, or colored or person of color and your African ways, when they come to the fore in 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 certain spaces, being the be it the workplace, be be it anywhere, that it's yeah. normalized. You know, where being mm. an African 
in Africa is a normal thing. It's not seen as being other, you know, exactly, or in opposition yeah. to to whatever space that you are, are in as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Mm, absolutely. Zoli, so I hear you back as well. I see everybody's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Because we mentioned the thing of, of having to take days off, and I definitely wanted to hear your, your opinion on this one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Lunati has uh, perfectly summed it up when, you know, uh, talking about how, uh, you know, as black people, we find ourselves having to, to conform mm. Uh, to to you know the western way of ways of doing things yeah. and you know whenever we have to uh we always have to explain ourselves mm. you know or explain our, uh, where we're coming from mm. you know mm. and yet you know as you say we're all you know um africans <laughs> yeah uh you know Absolutely. so it's 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 uh, catch, it's a catch-22. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I think this has been quite a, a, a very fulfilling conversation, I think, for me. I feel a lot better. You know, you just when you just sit with your friends and you're just like, uh-huh. girl, what happened at work? This is what happened. People understand. And I think yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a very important conversation. Even somebody who's listening right now, I think uh, they're, they've been nodding their heads uh, throughout this conversation. So just to wrap it up a bit, uh, what are your final thoughts uh, just regarding this? And also, you know, what do you, what do you think uh, is is the one most practical thing we can do to bring about more much more transformative spaces especially in the workplace i think Smithemba, uh hit it on the on the head when you said uh, it's, it's it's all about you know confidence you know mm. and the things that we the stories we tell ourselves yeah you know especially as as young black uh, professionals yeah want to go into these uh, you know, corporate spaces, mm. you know, that you don't have to always, uh, you know, trying to, to be the nice person, yeah. you know, trying to sell yourself by being the nice and amiable person. Mm. But it's all about, you know, being confident in yourself, in your ability. Absolutely. You know, and saying, I, I, I qualify for this job. Mm. You know, I, I have the expertise, the ability to mm. be able to carry out what is needed. I, I've earned this position just Absolutely. like just like you. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, Lunati, final thoughts from you? I think that, I mean, uh, that the superiority complex by the white people in, in the work, work, work space has led um, uh, has actually uh, you know made the workspace uh, 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 how do I put it oh my goodness what time is it easy <laughs> <laughs> has led to a form of uh, of assimilation mm. to the culture yeah whereas I think in a country such as South Africa a democratic and very um, uh, multiracial um, countries such as South Africa, we need to, uh, a form of integration mm. where, as Nitemba says, uh, we need to accept each other, Absolutely. accept our uh, each other's cultures mm. and, and understand. I think that is also very important. Yeah. Sometimes we just um, accept and not go as far as actually understanding yeah. um, the other person's culture mm. and, and, and try to, 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 to you know, find something that we can learn about that culture mm. actually. You know what I mean? Wow. Um so yeah, I think I think we need to to, to, to reach that point 
um, in South Africa. Absolutely. Uh, especially in, the, in, 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 in um, our work sphere. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. And thank you to you, uh, Zoliswa and, and Sinetemba, who I think we've lost as well. Oh, Sinetemba, are you there? Um, Yes, I am. Oh, look at that. Final thoughts from you, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think they both just uh, pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Mm. Um, we need to get to get to a point of understanding one another, mm. accepting, being accepting of one another, mm. and finding ways to coexist without making each other feel inferior yeah. or like we don't belong. Mm. Because I think people try to overcompensate and try to become things they're not when Absolutely. they get the feeling that I don't belong here. Yeah. Um, we need to get to that point. But, and also, in trying to be understood, we, we as black people in the workspace need to understand that you also have a responsibility to, to your clients, to yeah. the company. Yeah. So uh, disappearing for 30 days <laughs> needs to be uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> you need to watch um, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to also understand that we have a responsibility Absolutely. to our employer as a, a people. All but right. yeah, overall, let's just find common ground. That's it. All right, let's just find common ground. Netemba, thank you so much. You've been such an important part of the conversation, as well as you, Lunati, and Zoliswa. Lindsay, thank you for having me. I think this is such a, a healing space, if you will. Uh, thank you for, for lending me this hour just to chat about uh, certain things like this. Yeah. Looking forward to our next conversation.